Good morning, good day, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to BMI Redefined with Jen and Mo. We are so excited you are back with us. We're so thankful to all of our listeners, all our subscribers, everyone who's listening to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, we have an amazing, energetic guest. Her name is Julia Rector. Hi, Julia. Hi. Hi. And Jen is going to be introducing her to us today. Jen, it's all yours. Okay. We are so excited to have Julia Rector as our guest today. She is a nursing student here in the St. Louis area, and she is going to talk with us about what it's like being in nursing school in college during this pandemic that we're all experiencing. Julia, welcome. Hi. Glad to be here. Great. Glad you're here. So let's kind of talk about what a typical day looks like for you. I know it's different now. So what was your typical day like in school and what is it now? So nursing school is about like a 40 hour a week job. They tell us all to quit our jobs as soon as we get in, like during the orientation, they're like, welcome to the end of your life. (laughs) Um, We have about three days that we're in the hospital for eight hours. And then the two other days are lectures from around 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So the pandemic changed all that to Zoom University Mm. online classes. Okay. But um, our clinicals are up in the air because they've never had this happen before. So we've had these online replacements with robotic patients online. Um, We use something called Shadow Health where you like type to the patient and it's like a cartoon okay and it tells you what's wrong with it and it's very interesting wow. but that's what our clinicals are now and then we do a lot of research to make up for it okay wow totally and you different. have to think that that day-to-day energy though is not there yeah that that's probably what's really missing a lot right yeah, it's very um, energizing to be around people and being stuck in, I mean, I used to like work from my bed. It's very hard to not go mentally insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and well, I think that's a, a lot of what's happening too, seriously. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of thinking about, I mean, I remember you telling me stories about, you know, driving to school or whatever. Do you have to get like in some different kind of mindset now than you did before? Yeah. So I talked with her about before I, you know, before the pandemic, I would like be in my car ready for clinicals and I would be telling myself you could be holding hands with someone that's dying today or someone could be having a baby today. You know, it's like either the mm-hmm. worst day or the best day of their life. And now it's kind of like, I don't get that interaction with patients. You know, the, the, thing that keeps me going is the people that I take care of and now I don't get exposure to them. So it's really has been hard to be away from actual patients. And what, what year are you in nursing right now? I'm a junior, so I have two semesters left. Okay. Wow. It will go fast. Yeah, it already has. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, But you know, the, like I said, that energy flow, and I think we, we were talking too about, just that drive to work and that drive back home. As you're driving to work, you're getting mentally ready, mentally prepared, and then you're in the workspace and then you and then drive home, you kind of decompress a little bit and yes. you get ready for home. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Yeah, so I mean, the drive home is always like, 
either filled with tears because, I mean, after my psych rotation, I'd go in my car and cry because it's really sad to see four-year-olds that have been hurt, you know, um, and med surge, our med surge clinical, I mean, most of my patients were dying, so that's always hard, um, and then OB, my OB clinical actually got cut short, which is what I want to do, so that's disappointing, but yeah, my drive home was always just releasing, um, I would just play music, or I would call my friends that were in my clinical to decompress and, you know, talk about our feelings, because it's really difficult to become a caretaker, and they say it takes years to be able to use that drive home as a complete release. You're always going to kind of be thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we don't have that exposure, I can't help but think I'm losing that practice of separating my school life from home and having that separation. I think a lot of people are losing work-life balance because um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nursing school really is more like a job. Because you mm-hmm. are technically employed mm-hmm. by the hospital for free, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's that. And that is a huge thing that we have been talking about with many of our guests, right, Jen, about mm-hmm. that yeah. home balance, uh, homework balance. It's, it's for those who work from home, they've already figured out that balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, most people. <laughs> I'm still yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jen, but I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) So we're good on it. (laughs) (laughs) But but sometimes it's nice to have that place to go to and that place to feel that you're really doing your job and you're giving, Um, you know, and it's also being a nurse, I'm sure, like I'm a musician, you're a personal trainer, Jen, it's our passion, right? Can you talk a little bit about that, about how nursing is not just a job but it's also a passion yeah it never feels like work um it is hard work but i love the fact that my job is completely physical emotional spiritual educational i'm a teacher i'm a friend i'm an advocate um i'm a caretaker sometimes i'm a hairstylist i mean you know we (laughs) we get to do so many things it's kind of like being an employed paid mother in a way (laughs) yeah you know not that male nurses are not a thing or a father (laughs) i guess but you know being a nurse is really what it sounds like you're nursing the sick you're nursing Mm -hmm. the well you're nursing mothers giving birth. I mean, there's all kinds of patients you're seeing. Some patients might not even have a physical problem. They might be in for psych issues. So you wear many different hats and you have Mm -hmm. to be able to put them on in a moment's notice or wear many hats on your head at once. But I love that. I'm never just sitting and thinking, I'm so bored today. I don't know what I should be doing. I mean, there's, you have six patients when you have a full load. There's always something to be doing. And I love being completely exhausted at the end of each shift. I love it. It's like the biggest workout of your life. (laughs) Um, And that drives me, you know, I, yeah, it's just, I wish I was in clinicals right now. Cause I, as much as I complain about them, she probably hears the, (laughs) the complaint of being so exhausted, but she sees me on a Friday night. I come over and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I can't keep my eyes open, but it's right. 
it's a good tire. It's like a good workout, yeah. but I just don't like working yeah. out. And she knows that. Yeah. I know. I'm with you on that. She, she kicks my butt, man. She kicks my butt. I've been trying to, I've been trying to avoid her. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole pandemic thing, I think Mo is like secretly. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't have to work out with Jenny. Well, she, she goes all hide under a blanket every time she, she <laughs> I know, me. right? I'm like, oh, right. please, no, no more. I mean, it's just but, so much I'm adjusting to, but I really do need to work out. I think it would help. I know. I know. I Once you. this is lifted, I'm, I'm, yeah. She, she, once, this lifted, <laughs> once this is lifted, you're going to be lifting all right. I know, right? <laughs> And myself up, Lifting the up from the couch <laughs> with a fork in my hand. <laughs> we'll take this anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. So, Julia, um, what are some? What are the uh, primary differences? Do you feel in training and your curricula? You know, experiences currently. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about the simulated labs and things like that. But what are some other challenges? So connectivity issues, you know, we've had lectures that we've had to stop because they, you know, Zoom shuts down or whatever we're using shuts down. A lot of nursing students are using the same software right now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's very few resources for completely online nursing school because most of it is hands-on instructor-based learning. Every clinical is different based on instructor. Um, yeah, this is unprecedented. We don't really know what we're doing, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I think my university's handled it pretty well because we are a very online integrated university, but other universities are not. So, right. you know, they can't assume every student has a laptop. I know that sounds strange in this day and age, but if they don't hand them out, they can't expect people to be able to do online only coursework. Well, it's just like a high school student as well. You yes. know, not everybody has a laptop to use. And same with elementary school. No, not every child has a, a, an iPad or some sort of a pad to use. So I don't think that that is an unwarranted thing to say that these, you know, universities are also scrambling, trying oh, yeah. to figure it out. I mean, every day we get a different update of what's going on. And then the nursing associations are trying to figure out how to still, you know, for better, lack of better words, crank out nurses because that's what we need right now. To halt a nurse's education is probably the worst thing we could do mm -hmm. for our economy. So they're trying to figure out how to make sure we're qualified. We know what we're doing. We're safe, but that we're still moving on because we are such an online, non-online, in-person profession. It's kind of like learning to be a car mechanic, but giving you a virtual car <laughs> and yeah. saying, you know, how are we going to learn how to right. fix a car. I mean, a human is like a car, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, and it's, and it's, it's, it, I would also say it's very similar to teaching voice lessons. Online. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to see my, you know, my student in front of me so I can figure out what's going on, but seeing it from afar and hearing it, it's totally different, especially with the acoustics and everything. So it, mm -hmm. it, online teaching is very challenging and, and the teachers who are doing it, uh, they have a challenge in front of them as well. Yeah, it's been a period of grace and understanding. You were <laughs> saying that the other day. Yeah, that's what one of our guests was talking about. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, exactly. You know, just there are professors saying, you know, I'm human, you're human, let's push back some dates, let's talk mm -hmm. about this, let's cancel some assignments that seem impossible now. And mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're going to have to see what the new requirements are for nursing students. I mean, they're, they're scrambling to figure out what counts, what doesn't count, yeah. what to do about examinations. We have a lot of standardized tests. Um, right. right. But yeah, so it's a lot of unknown. Yeah. And, you know, and just thinking about all of the stress that's going on with this too, you know, um, you know, we this pandemic is really going to change your, your nursing profession. Oh yeah. Forever. Forever. Well, and and most professions, right. But yeah. Yeah. My sisters are doctors. They're talking about how they think that this will show the capabilities of virtual online checkups Mm -hmm. instead of having to go every time something happens to the doctor, you know, we might see more of a push for virtual 10 minute check-ins. Mm-hmm. which I think is great. Yeah, that is great. That's a positive aspect. And I think that in the future, nursing schools will be able to quickly switch to online mode if anything ever happens again, because yeah. the likelihood of something like this happening again is probably higher now. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it just I mean, is there, what it is. Yeah. Right, right. And there will be, there will be a resurgence of COVID oh, yes. coming. <laughs> so this isn't, this is the first wave, you know, um, so yeah, Jen, do you have any questions? Or? I was just kind of thinking when we talked to an elementary school principal mm-hmm. um, the other day, it was, and I had had posed the question, you know, you you prepare, you know, the the crisis response team and the manuals and all that stuff you do to prepare for some type of catastrophe happening. I said, how had that preparation been utilized during this time? And he said, actually, they're writing the manual right now. Because any preparation, can you speak to that a bit? I mean, I know you guys have safety classes and all that, but is anything like what's going on right now? You know, I can't fully speak to it because I'm not, you know, I'm not in the front lines. You know, we're not allowed in yet. But I think that in the future, if there is the manual for nursing students, we might be utilizing those front lines if they Mm -hmm. know what counts and, Mm -hmm. you know, who is ready to be on the floor, I think they might push us to go be techs during Mm -hmm. the pandemic and have that count as our hours. Some of your schooling. Yeah, but there's just no precedent for it. So how can they send us out there and just send us to the hospital right Right. now? Right, right. But yeah, I know in Italy, some nursing students were being pushed out as nurses. Right, Right. exactly. Yeah, I saw that. Under advisory, but they had some kind of protocol and mm-hmm. just you know send out their troops <laughs> yeah but I think that they are yeah they're writing the manual and when this happens again maybe nursing students will be just pushed out to the front lines mm-hmm. you know and to learn because that's the best way to learn yeah right right yeah just like a new learn by doing battle yeah mm-hmm. it really is the, this is the modern day war mm-hmm. against an invisible illness you know yeah yeah, and that's and that's the thing, you know. We were we were just talking about that here with uh, actually my eighth grader, who's very insightful, and he's like, you know, when World War II happened, because he's really into World War II. When World War II happened, we kind of knew where the bombs were coming, you know. With this, we don't know where it's at, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty insightful, my friend. Yeah, kind of like a minefield. You yes, know, we don't yeah. know where to step. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's crazy. It's just crazy. So, but anyway, well, so now where do you, where, so you're done in May, correct? Uh, next May. Yeah. Next May. Yeah. But you're done this semester no. or do you go in the summer? I, so I'm, oh yes, I'm done for the semester in, in on April 30th. Yeah. Okay. 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 And then do you have the summer off or do you yes. go to school during summer? Okay. I have the summer off. Okay. 
So then you will be, and then you'll be ready for next year for the fall, which no one really knows what it looks like. Yes. So, you know, that's a little scary thing. You'll just have to look for the directives of, of your university. Um, and how does that make you feel? Does that stress you out a little bit? Does that, how does, how does that make you feel? I'm Not just kind of going with it. I mean, this is completely out of my control and mm -hmm. We're adaptable. Nurses are adaptable. That's the Good. one thing our, our instructors always say is be adaptable. So, mm -hmm. okay, we'll be adaptable. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm sure lots of nursing students are like, what? What am right. I supposed to do? Because I know a lot of my friends, their final examination got canceled. Their NCLEX, the thing that you prepare for, mm -hmm. for four semesters, it got canceled. They're like, uh. what am I supposed to do it? You know, so they're they're re they're having to reschedule everybody and figure out how to change their testing environment, mm -hmm. rewriting the manual. So I'm just waiting for my instructions. <laughs> well, I think that's good. I think that's you know that that's a good way good way to look at it and a good place to be in because mm -hmm. you're right, you have no control over it. And I think that's something that our listeners really need to understand during this time is that really there is no control over anything. If you're yeah. a control freak, you better let it go because this will put you in the dumps. <laughs> and I think that, you know, I might have been more of a control freak before nursing school started, but I learned that no matter how many things I did correctly in the correct order, correct protocols, correct safety, something still always happens. I mean, for example, like I was getting a patient on a bed and they got a bruise, you know, on their leg. And I'm like, how like I did exactly what we're supposed to do turns mm -hmm. out the chair was too close you know it was all a learning experience mm -hmm. I had to stop and ask for grace and you know go get the nurse and make sure it was okay that it's documented there's so many steps you have to do and then I had to get my like my educational instructor that was there and have her look at it and see like what my technique was wrong no matter how much you read in the textbook how much I would you know, watch the videos, prepare, something always happens in clinicals. And this is just kind of like blown up out of proportion, but I've yeah. learned to be adaptable. I used to be more of a control freak, but every nurse knows that no matter what you do, something's going to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we can all say that in all oh, of yeah. our professions. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. yeah definitely. Cause nobody expected this. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Totally unprecedented. This is something like out of a just dystopian novel yeah movie. right yeah, exactly. exactly a movie right like a bad movie you know yeah. so wait i think there was a movie that was made i think so <laughs> yeah there was it's kind of yeah. contagion yeah. and and different things like that yeah but yeah. yeah i don't know it's it's a scary situation right now and it's a frustrating situation but we'll get through it mm -hmm. we always do you kind of just have to focus on the positives like her and mm -hmm. I have been, you know, cleaning out the basement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, rearranging. My mom got some projects done. Get to see more. My dad more. You know, right? I get to see my fiance. He's home from school. <laughs> right. I'm just focusing on the positives because it's easy to just sit and say, "Whoa, is me." Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So good. Good. Well, Jen, do you have anything else that you'd like to talk to Julia about? Yes. 
has been phenomenal, Julia. I just, I'm so Yay. excited that you came yeah, to I get, Did us. I get an A? You get an A plus a. with stars. <laughs> uh, I would like to say to any nursing student listening out there, you can do it. Calm down. Right. And just assess one day at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> assess your patient. Again? And assess your patient. Right. <laughs> That's always the answer to the questions on the on the NCLEX is assess your patient. Okay. Oh, got it. No, got so it. assess yourself, uh, check your, check yourself and make sure you're okay instead of worrying about every other, every other person right now. You know, you are going through a huge thing. Um, your life has been flipped upside down. So make sure you're okay and then worry about everything else. That's my biggest advice. Assess your patient. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's the biggest advice for a lot of people is yeah. to you know, check in with yourself and make sure you're, you're doing okay. Because if you're doing okay, then you can be okay for others. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Well, this Very has been good. good. This has been Yay! Good. Do you know what? Okay. So talking about shifts and everything, Andy worked the 10 a, no, no, the 2 a.m. to the 10 a.m. shift yeah. This yeah. today. And he just came home with Starbucks coffee and it's waiting for me out there so we know where you're headed <laughs> yeah after I let the dogs out who who <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sounds really good what does Starbucks, Starbucks. oh or the dogs oh, okay <laughs> I do have two hot dogs we have dogs. You've seen them. They scared you, Julia. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm scared of dogs. That's okay. You it's can be fatal, afraid of dogs. It's my fatal flaw. <laughs> it's, no, but it's all good. puppy dogs love you. They, it's funny because dogs love okay. me. They flock okay, so her. hold on. So can I tell you something? I know that because I'm not a real – I mean, I love animals all the way around. But I'm just not a cat person. I'm more oh. of a dog person. Yeah. And I love kitties. Like, I just think they're just so cute and their little paws and everything. But, and we had cats at home and everything, but they always, like, loved everybody else. They never really liked, it's just something with cats. So, but who's the first person the cat climbs on? Yeah. When I would yeah. go home. <laughs> and I'd be like, what people, what is this? You know, so they, they find the one person that needs to be converted. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That happened to me. Terrible. I was in the barn the other day with Kristen, her horse and pickles, the cat climbed up oh. my lap and sat there for 20 minutes. See, and everybody's saying, well, he hadn't had a lot of people interaction lately. So I was just scratching his neck and petting him and yeah. Yeah. See, and are you more <laughs> of a dog? You're more of a dog person. Dog person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like cats are fine, but I, yeah. He just climbed right up in my lap. <laughs> oh, and, and her daughter's horse thinks I'm his girlfriend. Oh, gosh. Yes. And I was horrified of horses. I'm just scared of animals in general. I don't know what my deal is. But, I mean, it's he's converted me. Well, yeah. we're, once, in a, we're in a relationship. Yes. Maria well, once loves her. <laughs> just call him Mr. Ed. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow. I know. It's bad. This took oh, a weird God. turn. <laughs> yeah, weird, really weird turn. Okay, everybody, thank you so much, Julia Rector, for being here thank with you. us today. Yes, we you. are so excited that you got to share your story today as a nursing student. And good luck to you. Thank and you. And we're so we are so proud of you and happy that you are going to be joining this wonderful profession because it is mm -hmm. we need people like you. Yes, thank, you. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. You.
Jen, we'll see okay. you later. Okay. I'm gonna go get my coffee. All right. Okay. See you, Bo. Bye. 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 Bye.